welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Oh, what a strike, Club America! Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping what happened in San Luis Potosí and getting you guys ahead to the matchup in the Estadio Azteca for the second leg against Atlético San Luis. I'm your host, Ivan Pineda, and tonight's a very special episode because tonight I am doing this all by myself. Yes, that's right. All of my co-hosts were unfortunately unavailable. Dylan is on... A photo shootout. He apparently is filming some red carpet. I don't know exactly what that was, but uh, Chris is on a a scavenger hunt. That's all he really said. And Christian is still stuck in traffic in the New York Bridge. So, with that said, it's going to be just me and you guys tonight. So, hopefully, you guys are ready to talk all things Club America in English. And, um, well, I guess let's jump right into it. Um, America faced off against Atletico San Luis in the first leg of the quarterfinal of this Clausura 23-3 Liga and um, well, got the result that we all were hoping for. Not so much necessarily expecting. I think we talked about it on, on Monday's episode, kind of the worries that we had about this America side, whether or not they were going to be capable of implementing their style of football into the game. And I got to hand it to them. They did a good job up to about the first half. Second half, maybe a little bit, it dwindled down, I would have to say, maybe around the 70 towards the 75th minute of the match. I think once, once you make the substitutions, Henry comes off and, you know, you bring in Vinas, you start mixing up the midfield a little bit. It just didn't really scream America. Was, it didn't really scream the, the, the America side that we saw in the first half. Now, the most important thing I think that America takes away from this is obviously the two-goal advantage. Uh, you kind of force Atletico San Luis in a really tough situation. They have to go to the Azteca and then they have to go and try to win you by three goals or more, which I know it's, it's going to be difficult for them to even try to attempt something like that. And I'll get to kind of my prediction for the second leg and how I kind of feel like Atletico San Luis is going to come and play and how America is going to try to counter that because we saw something, something, saw something like this very similar in uh, last season's Ligia matchup, whenever we had uh, Puebla and, you know, we scored the abundance of goals on them in their home territory. And then the Azteca, it wasn't really the, it wasn't really a showcasing of goals the way that we expected that game to go. So, um, well, without further ado, let's, let's talk a little bit about this game. Um, you know, just quick, quick little side note. I wasn't able to watch it specifically like a hundred percent i did go back and analyze the game a little bit more watch some highlights watch, watch a couple of key moments in the match but as i was as the game was going on live i was at a dinner so it, it, it was a little bit difficult to kind of keep track of everything at the same time but I, I i was capable of watching all the goals and how everything was kind of made in transition and everything and i gotta say america looked exceptional in, in, in moments of the match where you thought, wow, this is the America side that we know. This is the America side that we love. And really, to be honest, we kept asking for moments like this. We, 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 we kept wanting an America side like this. This is the Americas that we all wanted to see out in Juarez, right? And I, I know 
it's, it's different situations, right? You're ending the season, and now here's the league matchup where you kind of have to, you know, do or die situation. More so Atlas than us. I mean, Atletico San Luis than us. But it, it, it was interesting to see the way that Tano kind of planned this side. And I would have to say one-upped the Atletico San Luis manager in the tactic position of it all. So I, one of the things that I think was really impressive from the America side is the fact that I think we saw an America side that attacked with purpose, right? And, and, and what I mean by that specifically is that there was a sense of creativity and there was an end line to that creativity, right? Beforehand, you thought America strung a couple good passes, but it was always that final third pass that always seemed to kind of miss. And, and in this game, it just, it just worked, right? You saw Diego Valdez moving in between the lines and had himself a fantastic game, capped it off with a goal. Capacito Rodriguez, another player that I was really, really heavy on, had, I would say, a really, really good performance. Someone that I was expecting to try to come in and score a goal, which he absolutely did. And maybe he's a bit, been a little bit in the shadows of Henry Martin because Henry Martin's taking all the goals. But Capacito Rodriguez did something that I would argue was even better than scoring a goal. He was playing for the team. You saw him tracking back. You saw him doing some wonderful work all around the pitch. I, I, I got to say, and, and this was one of the people, one of the people that I personally spoke about in last podcast about who exactly I wanted to have a good performance. And he absolutely killed it. Absolutely killed. And overall, I would have to say that this was an America side that culminated to perfection what we wanted to see from them in the opening 45 minutes of the match. Now, it wasn't the most complete game and it definitely was not the most rounded game. I, I, I would have to say that there was a couple of, a couple of things that you kind of want to see fixed for the semifinal because let's face it, the second leg is going to be played differently than, than what anyone would anticipate because San Luis has to come out and play a different game and, 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 and do a different thing. That America literally all has to do is just manage a game. Let's be honest. So I think the one thing that we can, the, the, the truly beautiful thing that we can highlight about this America side was how fluid they were in, in the attack. You saw a little, little Suarez that was absolutely feeling it, right? Took shots from long range. And, and I think that's what America has been missing this season. We haven't really seen players take a lot of chances outside the 18-yard box. And in comparison to this game, I think, you know, you saw Los Suarez take a couple of shots. One of them went in due to kind of an own goal situation. But still, you know, he puts himself in that situation to force the error. And, you know, America capitalizes on that. You saw Diego Valdez taking a couple of chances as well. I think Alvaro Fidalgo had one or two shots that I can remember. And, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about Fidalgo because I think, you know, he, he had an important role in this one as well. But, I mean, as far as what I can talk about in, in the striker position, I know a lot of people will say Henry was absent because he didn't score his goal. And granted, he should have had, he should have had a goal. Let's be honest. He, he absolutely scuffed an opportunity and, and could have made the game 4-1. But, hey, sometimes things happen. And, and I would argue that Henry Martin actually had a good game. I, I know our beloved co-host Chris would say that 
he agrees with me that that he opened up some channels he opened up some spaces um i know christian was not a big henry fan he think that he was um he just wasn't playing a good game and to that christian i say i don't know what game you're watching maybe it was the fact that it was one o'clock in the morning but i think you were a little delusional there my friend henry had himself a good game and and i think that it's hard for us to kind of maybe grade him in a sense because he wasn't able to score a goal but I, I think what he did off the ball and with the ball at times as well was impressive. And, and, I, and I think that's the one word I would describe Henry season as is impressive. He just seems to be much more of a well-rounded striker than anything else. And it showed. It, it showed in this game, right? He's not always going to have to score goals. And then we'll talk about the fact that he came off injured and everything in just a second. But and as a captain too i think he brings a lot to the table and um yeah i I dare to say that he had a good game against unleash and um and then i'll just kind of you know stop it there and 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 then move on into the whole fidalgo situation because i think he's been the hot topic of the season as well right whether or not he was going to have a good league yeah we we said that he was one of those players that had to step up in the moment and um and i would say he absolutely did i would say that he absolutely just to the expectation of it right so i i saw him turning quicker i i saw him trying to advance the play a lot more he was dribbling past players left right and center now i know it's san luis right and, and he's, he needs to be doing this against your monterrey's your chivas your tolucas of these of, of this ligia but it's not a bad start when you do it against a team that's coming off a really hot game against Leon, right? In their stadium with their crowd. Fidalgo absolutely tore it apart. Now, some people may argue that he maybe did had an okay game, but I would sit there and defend him and say that he was probably one of the best players on the pitch, right? Unfortunately, he comes out with an injury as well. And I... You know, I, I hope he's okay. I I will say this much. I don't think I don't think Danortis is gonna field Fidalgo and neither will he field Henry, right? Because the game is manageable. You don't really need your two star players in, in both positions there to to potentially risk him for an injury for the semifinal. So I I would definitely put money on Fidalgo and Henry not starting, right? How much money is up to you guys? Because then again, I'm not the best person for sports betting and i think christian can vouch for that but i think overall henry uh, excuse me vidalgo good game and we'll leave it at that um we spoke about a couple of players that needed to have big games right we, we spoke about your henry's your your jonathan rodriguez's and your fidalgo's but there was one player in the defense that we said to keep an eye on that needed to kind of continue to do what he was doing right towards the end of the regular season and that was Israel Reyes um I thought he had an okay game I would dare to say it was a fairly all right game only because in the in the goal that we can see the clearance could have been better um but it's it's one of the situations in a defense where the ball's kind of just there you're scrambling your body's kind of falling to the ground you you just kick it anywhere didn't connect with the ball that great and didn't put that much power to it 
And, and then, of course, his red card situation, which it, it would have been nice to have a couple of these uh, of my co-hosts here so I can bounce the question back and forth whether or not it was a good call by him to stop that play. Um, I would argue it was, right? Because then you potentially put yourself in a situation where Atletico, Atletico San Luis gets one back. And then now you're looking at a much, much more different game. So I, I know the red card is not a favorable one. Actually, the first one we get this season, by the way. But I still kind of, you know, take my hat off to Chargers and say, okay, you did the right thing in that situation to manage the game, which I think is the most important part is managing the game. And from there, that point on, America was able to go and secure the 3-1 victory. Now. Is he going to be a miss in the second leg? Maybe because I feel like with Nestor Araujo there, the pace is not going to be the same, right? And so I think Casares is going to have to work double whenever San Luis's forwards get get up and 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 try to attack us. Because well, let's face it, you know, <laughs> I think Casares is the only fast player that we have available to us. And so uh, Miguel Ayun, Fuentes, and now Nestor Araujo, that is not looking like a promising defense. Um, at least speed-wise, so it's going to be interesting to see how America manages that in the second leg, but as far as Israel Reyes goes, I don't knock him too much for it. I, I dare to say that it was a, an okay performance and really just nothing at like that, and I think he's going to be, um, I think he's going to be in a better mindset for the semifinals, and at least I, that's what I want to want to believe and hope that he can come out and kind of vindicate himself for for that hiccup, let's let's face it, because you know he does get turned in, and because of the fact that he does, he needs to commit that foul. So, I think overall, Israel is still needs to one up the expectations, but he's getting there, and 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 I think that's the important part. Um, lastly, Malagón, which I think had a solid performance. Um, a couple of people will maybe question whether or not he could have done more in the goal. Um. I, I see that one as a little bit of a difficult one because the ball is coming in at a weird angle. I, I know it's still coming in his six-yard box, but, you know, he kind of comes out and tries to block the angle still, even though he maybe came out a little late. Um, other than that, I really don't have anything else against him. He had some pretty good saves. Um, I, I, again, this kid, and I say kid, but he's 27 years old, if I'm not mistaken, or 26. Um, but I guess still kid in the sense of, of a goalkeeper, right? Seeing how, how much of an extended career they can have. Um, he still loves the, the extreme, uh, the extreme atajadas, right? He likes to just throw himself and, and, and maybe he's a little bit flashy and I mean, what, what goalkeeper isn't, but he, he is solid in those, in those circumstances. So. I will say that he's put himself in a promising position to continue to be the goalkeeper of America. And I think I was watching Football Picante and a couple of the panelists were saying the same thing that I think they they all agree that he secured his kind of spot as the American goalkeeper from here on out to the end of his contract and maybe even more years along the way. But it'll be interesting, right, to see how his career continues to develop in, in America. But so far, I would just have to say that he's been solid and I, you know, I think he'll feel uh, unfortunate and, and maybe a little bit down at the fact that he conceded that goal. But um, I'm, I'm sure he's looking forward to, to the game at the Azteca and potentially getting that clean sheet. So 
we'll see we'll see what happens in that instance but again Malagon top top performance and I would have to say um did a good job in that sense and so that wraps up kind of the 3-1 uh victory for America away at San Luis um obviously the, the the biggest news coming out of that was the fact that Henry Martin and Alvaro Fidalgo ended up going to the hospital Fidalgo with a little bit less of an in serious injury um still got checked out and everything I think he's good to go and then of course the whole Henry Martin who kind of looked like he came out uh, due to dizziness and and I, th- I think even the the doctors from America went to go contact the league doctor to check him out and everything. So he um he didn't look too well. Took him to the hospital. They ran some exams and um from the looks of it, from the looks of it, it looks like Henry Martin is okay, right? We we just think that it, it was just a bit of a knock and and. I don't want to say a mild concussion because then that makes it a little bit more severe than I think it actually is. Because I think if it was a mild concussion, America would have came out and maybe put those words into their press release, which they didn't, right? So from the looks of it, it sounds like Henry Martin is good. He's back. He traveled back with the squad to La Ciudad de Mexico today. So it, it looks like he's all right. Again, I don't expect him to play on Saturday. You kind of don't need to force anything in that game so Henry Martin you know we'll give him the break give that week rest and um I mean maybe if you think that he's in a good spot you bring him in for the last 10-15 minutes but I don't think you need to risk Henry at all in this situation so we'll see we'll see what happens I mean Senecas uh was technically okay to go and he didn't he didn't start against San Luis either so I mean I expect him to play on Saturday, but again, I, I I'll be interested to see exactly what this uh what this side will will be fielding on Saturday. But overall, I think it's uh it's gonna be an interesting one. It's gonna be an interesting one, and we'll have to wait and see exactly Saturday what uh, what the circumstances are here. But again, you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see and everything, and hopefully. Um, America is capable of controlling the game. Uh, trying to think anything else here. Diego Valdez, I think, voted man of the match. At least that's what I have here on my football with a 8.8 performance. And I think fairly well deserved, right? Goal and assist. Um, looking at more performances here. I mean, that was right behind him in that 8.6 mark. Uh, so pretty good stuff. Um, we'll see what this team is capable of doing in the second leg but again this is just managing the game right managing a lead and being capable of of doing that and whether or not america's has that in their dna and we'll have to wait and see so that kind of sums up the first leg um i don't think there's much more to add to that um if there is something that i forgot uh yeah i do apologize and you know let me know and and over on Twitter or Instagram, make sure you guys follow us at EY Podcasts. Uh, we post as much as we can. We keep you guys up to date with everything on match day as well. AJ with a fantastic job at posting GIFs and videos and keeping you guys up to date with the scoreline and everything. So shout out to AJ, who's doing a lot, a lot of hard work in, in behind the scenes, right? You, you, you guys don't really see him in um, on the podcast or you guys don't really hear him on the podcast as much as, as beforehand. but um 
my hat goes off to you, AJ. You're doing a wonderful job keeping up with the ladies, keeping up with the men's, and uh, you're doing a fantastic job with the EY podcast. And uh, I, again, don't know where we would be without you, my man. So, again, thank you for all your hard work. And thank you to all of you guys listening and for all of you guys who have, uh, you know, uh, followed us, tagged us, uh, interacted with us. Really, we we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. And we do it, uh, we do it to continue to grow this community and hopefully, uh, you know, build it into something even uh, bigger and even better. So we'll see where things land on that. So um, now let's talk second leg here because it's, like I said, it's, it's going to be an interesting game. It's not like, well, I guess it's a repeat of what happened last season with America going into the Azteca with a quote-unquote comfortable lead. And a lot of people will paint this game as a kind of written off on paper, right? It, it, you would think, okay, America gets the 3-1 victory, forces San Luis to go into the Azteca, score three goals, yada, yada, yada. Give America the ticket to the next round. I don't think it's that simple, and I don't think it's that easy. I don't think San Luis is going to make it that easy either. Now, of course, what I would love to be wrong of in, in the circumstance of course yes and i would love to see an america side go out there and score six seven goals in the span of you know 78 minutes but i don't think that's going to be the case here I, I i think this is going to be a much more tougher match than any of us painted to be right you're not going to have a fidalgo which that already maybe makes your game plan a little bit different because we talked about this and and i think now we're going to see it come to fruition if you take fidalgo out of this starting 11 who do you theoretically put in there that could do the job that Fidalgo does or that can fulfill the shoes of Fidalgo and maybe implement a style of football that continues to work for this America side and I think the honest answer is nobody I don't, I don't think Fidalgo is replaceable just like that I mean you have Aquino but he's not he's not uh, of, of the same characteristics as Fidalgo you also have Jonathan Los Santos, which again is not the same characteristics as Fidalgo. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think, though, Jonathan Los Santos is going to start. I think Jonah with Richard is a fairly well good midfield. I think Jonah's going to do more of the dirty work in the back. And then Richard is definitely going to be given more of a freedom to do what Richard does best. Um, but creatively speaking, I, I think it's still going to be a difficult one for America going forward without the likes of Hidalgo. Now, I think Valdez is going to have a big, big job to do in making things happen for this America side. But, you know, if he can continue to go off the form that he's been going, then I, I, I see no problem whatsoever. Um, so let me give you guys my predicted starting 11, because, of course, a lot of moving pieces here for America. Some of them, actually all of them, forced uh, due to injuries and suspensions. So. Malagon in goal, that's, that's a given. Luis Fuentes on the left, on the right, Miguel Leun in the center back partnership. That's where you're going to have your first change of the night. Uh, it's going to be Nestor Araujo in for Israel Reyes, and then, of course, Seb, um, Sebas Cáceres. So, in the midfield, we just spoke about it right now. Jonathan Dos Santos coming in for yeah, Fidalgo, and then, of course, Richard, uh, Richard Sanchez in the midfield. And then, of course, your center attacking mid is going to be Diego Valdez. On the left, Capacita Rodriguez. On the right, you're going to have uh, Sendejas in up top. This might be controversial, controversial, excuse me. Um, but I think you start Vinas. I, I don't think he's had the great of, uh, that great of a season, right? I mean, he has the winning goal against Monterrey, and that is immense for the America season alone. 
but I could see I could see Tano giving this opportunity to Venus and kind of saying, all right, go out there and try to redeem yourself in a match where it's kind of already done and dusted. It's just managing. And and, and I'll talk to you guys exactly what I mean by that in, in just a second. But I think Vinas is definitely going to be the 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 guy who starts up top, right? Then if things don't work out with Vinas, I can see a couple of changes, whether you bring on Roman, which I, I highly doubt. But um, maybe slot Capsitas into that striker position. You bring in Brian to the left or maybe Roger to the left or Roger as the striker. It's going to be interesting. Let's just put it at that perspective, right? It's going to be interesting, but I still would put Vinas there. I know Roger could have an opportunity, but I, I don't know. I, I, I do think Vinas, at least the style of football that Dan Ortiz wants to play, Vinas is as close as you can get to Henry and and. Trust me, those two players are miles and miles apart. But from my perspective, I think that it's going to be Vinas over Roger Martinez. So we'll see what happens. But I think that's my projected starting 11. And now let's, let me talk to you guys about what I mean in regards to game management. Because this is important to understand as well. This is a game where America doesn't necessarily have to go out there for a do or die situation. Now, of course, do I want, their, want them to go out and play the game? And, and continue to play this game like it's a 0-0, of course, hands down, you need to, right? We know Liga is nothing but just momentum, and, and America can't afford to lose that. Um, and, and it's tricky because losing three starters in, in, in just one game could potentially derail that momentum. So it's important that America manages this game wisely, right? And And, and that means not necessarily over committing into situations right san luis is gonna have to come out and try to find the game right it's 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 a given so you have to go and manage that game america's gonna maybe play the little bit of a smash and grab or maybe try to frustrate atlas and hold possession but the most important thing is you have to continue to attack you know attack score a couple goals right we're not saying you have to go out there and win by four or five, right? Of course, we would love to see that be implemented, especially in the Azteca. But, I mean, overall, just go out there, play your game, score a couple goals, manage the game wisely, don't fall into anything that doesn't pertain to you, and continue to build on that momentum, right? Yes, of course, you have three of your starters out, but you still have eight other players that consistently play with each other in the starting 11. So go out there. And continue to build that, continue to grow on that momentum, right? You have a opportunity to continue a hot streak for Diego Valdez. You have an opportunity to continue to build confidence in Capacita Rodriguez. You have an opportunity to give, you know, Richard Sanchez the liberty to go out there and build on more. So I think that's, that's the most important part. Coming into this one, America needs to go out to kill. In the Estadio Azteca, right? And we didn't see the best of it against Puebla in, in the Apertura, but I think that this team has learned a lot. And, and we talked about it. It's the same core as last season. So that they have a chip on their shoulder and, and they want to prove to themselves mostly that they're capable of going and winning and convincingly stating to the rest of the league. We are favorites. No matter what Monterrey did in the regular season, we are favorites coming into this one. So 
Aminika goes out there, plays her game, destroys San Luis, you know, and, and by destroy, I don't, like, I mean, I, I don't necessarily mean you kill them off with a bunch of goals. Would gladly take that situation, of course, but you score two, three goals max, but as you go along the game, you manage it, you build on it, you play some good football in the Azteca. That is how you kill off the team. You build off momentum and you set yourself up for a semifinal matchup, right? And I think that's the next big hump that America has to get through. And um, when that moment comes, we'll be back here on the podcast to talk about that and all that good stuff. So, I mean, that's kind of all the thing, all the updates I have in regards to the um, to this upcoming second leg. Um, the game is going to be at 8.16 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.16 Eastern. Um, I'm assuming it's not going to be that bad for our East Coast friends. Seeing that it's going to be the weekend. I know a couple of you guys did not make it to the second half. I saw a couple of you guys on Twitter saying that uh, you guys fell asleep. And, and well, I'm glad that you guys were able to wake up to a very good lead uh, by America. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. But we'll keep you guys up to date with everything. So make sure you guys follow us. It's going to be live on through the N at the Estadio Azteca. Should be a good one. Should be an interesting one. With my scoreline prediction, I'm, I'm actually going to go and I'm going to say it's going to be. a. You know what? I'm going to go a little daring. I'm going to say three zero. I was going to say two, but I don't want to be conservative in this on this episode today. I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more adventurous. I'm going to go three zero. I think it's going to be a good, entertaining game. Um, and make sure you guys follow along and watch it with us. So it should be should be a fun one. We'll see what happens there. Um, again, don't expect any Henry Martin action. Don't expect any Fidalgo. Uh, and definitely do not expect any Israel Reyes. So we'll see what happens. And uh, cross our fingers that Nestor Araujo will not be the weak link in this game. Or no weak link at all in this defense, which I think has a lot to prove. So clean sheet is detrimental. We'll see what happens. Um, as far as Club America news goes, there's not really been that much because, of course, the, the team has been playing. But the biggest one, of course, is the fact that Raul Jimenez could be rumored to come back for the upcoming season. And I know a lot of people were actually, surprisingly, not in favor of this. And I can see why. Um, I won't get too, into too much details. I would love to discuss this with my co-host. So whenever I get Chris back on here or Dylan or Christian, maybe even AJ, um, we'll talk about that in a little bit more excessive. Uh, detail and then we'll both all give our inputs as to whether or not we think it's a good or bad decision by the team um and you know I, I think he's still a very talented player that can offer you a lot but I, there's a lot of divided opinions within the community and then and rightfully so so I'll, I'll leave it at that but i think that's the biggest news and update um as far as america getting paid by independiente it looks like they got half the money so um, I think they can begin to start paying us so we can start seeing a couple of that money roll in shortly. Um, <laughs> we're definitely going to need it. So we'll, we'll see what happens for this upcoming transfer window. But we'll get you guys caught up to in, and, and get you guys all up to date with that stuff over on Twitter and our podcast whenever we get closer to the summer transfer window. Uh, but that does it for me. Um, it was quite an interesting show doing this all by myself. Hopefully I didn't uh, bore you guys or or, you know, put some of you guys to sleep. I'll let uh, the America game do that for you for um for now. And uh, 
Well, hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back next week to talk all things Global American English. Make sure, like I said, you guys follow us on Twitter at EY Podcast, Instagram, and TikTok as well. With that said, you guys have a wonderful night. And as always, Arriba la America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.